Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where we are roughly 10 days away and we are still wondering ways Vince can fuck up the road to WrestleMania. It's lost in the mid-card. Yes, we are roughly 10 days away. This is our penultimate show before the big one. We've got one more lost in the mid-card before WrestleMania where we will uh, do our NXT TakeOver New York and WrestleMania. And hell, we may even throw some G1 Supercard predictions in there too. Who knows? Uh, we'll do all that next week uh, with uh, uh, next Wednesday's show. You're hearing this one Thursday as we're recording on Wednesday instead. We recorded after a, a, a an amazing uh, NXT as always. So uh, um, as I had some prior obligations on Tuesday this week, so uh, we're, we're coming at you at our old time slot this week on Thursday, but we will be back at our normal slot on Wednesday for our, our go-home show, and we'll talk about uh, WWE's go-home shows uh, you probably won't miss much on NXT. I think uh, uh, there's going to be uh, Bianca Belair against uh, Kyrie Sane, I believe it is, and uh, I think the rest of it's probably going to be a lot of recaps uh, leading up to what is going to what is just truly going to be an amazing takeover New York card. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about. So let's get right to it. Thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. Uh, what you got to do is just uh, search for Lost of the Midcard, hit that subscribe button. That way, you know each time a new episode comes your way. Uh, typically every Wednesday, or if you you know sometimes we come at you Thursday, you subscribe to us. You'll know uh, when when those different days come at you. You can also subscribe to us on the YouTube. Links to all that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard. You can also find us on uh, the Twitter. At LITMC Podcast, where we also share a lot of the great wrestling tweets from around the wrestling world, including some salty ones from Lana. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, some interesting ones from a lot of the women of the uh, the women's division. We'll get into that later. I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. As always, my co-host, he is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? A lot better than Oscar in the SmackDown Live Women's Division's doing right now. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. It's uh, come right out with it, pal. Uh, uh, well, like I said in the open, how many more ways can we uh, fuck it up here? How many more? Or how many more ways can Vince fuck it up here? We got we got two more. We got we got a run of SmackDown left. Uh. Yeah, both in my backyard, both to which I'm not attending. Yeah. Uh, our other co-host, he's on the Twitter at no one like D Daryl Bullock. Daryl, how you doing? I'm good. I'm drinking. It's going to be a fun show tonight. Drinking. Oh, Lord. I'm not drinking tonight. I, I'm thirsty as hell though. So maybe by the end of it all, I, don't, I, I have a feeling I'm going to get through these uh, drinks pretty quick. So I'm, I'm really thirsty tonight for some reason. Parched. Yeah, I'm parched. Uh. Let's Thirsty just, bastard! Before we get oh, what? Uh, before we get into uh, our typical AEW uh, open uh, of the show, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, Charlotte Flair defeated Oscar last night on SmackDown Live to win the 
the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, we did not know it was for the title until Greg Hamilton said it was for the title. Uh, uh, what? Uh, I, I think the, the news, I think, kind of broke. Uh, I know Fightful, I think, uh, said yep, something. Fightful broke it earlier in the day. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, so basically this was basically decided upon yesterday during the day sometime, right? Yep, Vince decided yesterday afternoon. Uh, Thanks, asshole. Uh, what, <laughs> uh, what, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I, I, what, 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 what? We, we had a, okay, we, I mean, first off, we had a match in place. We had a, we had a fatal four-way. Uh, yep. uh, Sonia, Mandy, Carmella, and I believe Naomi. Uh, fatal four-way winner faces Asuka. All right, we had, we had that in place. So we had a, we had a we had it all set. We had we had a SmackDown Women's Championship match all set for WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Uh I guess but, but but there was no buzz around Asuka, so we just going to take the title off her and shove both titles into the main event of WrestleMania and, and take Hard to a- have buzz around someone who they haven't kept on TV pretty much in the past 2 months. I know. And you have no storyline feud or inkling of anything to even show for it to say that she was going to possibly have a match at mania fatal four-way just gets trashed they really shit the bed air shit the bed there's diarrhea everywhere i mean i mean they had i mean they had something if they would have continued it with with mandy and sonia and uh, oscar and you know i mean they had some continuation there um they could have did with matt what you guys said yeah well matt, 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 mandy matt up, and yeah. sonia and oscar and a triple threat yeah i mean i i, I you know and if we, they really wanted to go crazy and heaven forbid give the this the smackdown women's roster their their due end the shit in a no contest hmm have Oscar come out and beat up everybody and be like, you know what? I'll take y'all on. Yeah. And, you know, do like do a fatal five way or something or hell. Put them in a ladder match because, you know, WrestleMania is sorely lacking a fucking ladder match next weekend. Yeah. T- to me, always w- one of the most fun matches you can have at a WrestleMania. Facts. We're not even getting one this and, year. And and someone on Twitter, uh, uh, someone on Twitter, brilliantly put, "Well, yeah, sure. You know, the women are main event in WrestleMania, but you also took a women's match off the card." Yeah, and you haven't even confirmed. Yeah, that was, that, uh, and you Vanessa, haven't even. I retweeted her last night. She's absolutely right. And you haven't even confirmed the the women's battle royal. So we oh yeah, know. the battle royal hasn't even been confirmed. We don't even know with hundred percent certainty that's Re- happening yet. Remember what I told you guys a couple of weeks ago? Until Braun made it clear that he was going to be in the battle royal, I didn't think it was going to be any battle royal leading up to Ma- all, in yeah. Mania. And no, usually not, they that month ago there may not have been. A month ago, well, there you, might have been. T- they, they, they I'm not said, surprised well, because you, well, know, we got, you we got to do something with Braun. So you don't have anything at all. Like usually for the past three to four years, at least with the even with the women, you have people that come up and say, "Hey, I'm going to be in a battle royal two weeks two weeks ahead of time, three weeks ahead of time." You have no woman that says that. So that means your Naomi's, your your Lana's, your Carmella's, all these women that work 365 days of shows and everything they're going to be sitting in the background for mania which yeah. is such bullshit right. like there's no there's no reason they can't put that women's battle royal on on the kickoff show yeah, that's going to be a long ass fucking kickoff show if that 
if they only have the men's battle royal and the cruiserweight championship. It's all, it's, it's hard. It's got to be. It's, 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 there's got to be three matches on there. It has for, to be for a two hour. Yeah. For a two hour kickoff show, you have to have three matches. And it's going to be on USA. So. Well, the second hour will be on. Oh, USA. Oh, just the second hour. Okay. Yes, this is how they do it every year. They, they it's a two hour kickoff show with the second hour airing on the USA Network. So, like, like there's no, there's no way in hell. That we can get through, that we can get through that kickoff show with just two matches. And look, I'm going to scare y'all with that stupid SNL involvement. I wouldn't be surprised if that Andre Battle Royal makes it on the main card. Oh yeah, it they, probably pr- will, they yeah. probably will. Yeah, it will now. Yeah. So then you then you really need to question what the other matches are going to be with the cruiserweight. We already know the cruiserweights are going to be on the pre-show, but who's going with the cruiserweights? At, at this point, would be the ultimate question to ask. We we would literally have to sit here and look over the card to figure it out, dude. You, you because this really, card's so freaking ridiculously large that you know I I couldn't we, even we, tell you off the we, top of my head. We haven't even we haven't even hashed out the SmackDown tag title match. That that's exactly or the Raw tag title match. We neither, figure we figure that's going to be for all we know. Neither t- dude, I bet you both tag matches are are with are with the cruiserweight on the on the pre show. Yep. I bet um, you the heart. I bet you it'll be Hardys and Usos on the SmackDown side, mm-hmm. and it'll be uh, it'll be Ricochet and Black and Revival on the Raw side. And I bet you they're both on the pre-show yeah. with the Cruiserweight title match. Yeah, because I bet you Revival costs Ricochet and Black at Takeover. I bet they show up at Takeover. That would actually be really. That That'd would actually be awesome. Be, that would be some cool continuity, uh-huh. and I would actually really appreciate that. So that means it won't happen. Yeah. Well, I, I, I that was my one of my thoughts when that I, I I'm predicting right now that. Revival's going to cost him at TakeOver. Well, it could happen because Triple H is in charge of TakeOver. He might actually do something intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but if Vince was say, in charge of TakeOver, that uh, wouldn't be happening. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you right now, that Women's Battle Royal is just going to get thrown together and announced to Monday or Tuesday. It's going to get thrown together like a... It, it, well, like dude, it, I don't care if it's thrown together as long as it happens. Yeah, yeah it, I, I don't care. Those women it's, deserve better. Well, right. It's going to be an afterthought. It's going to be thrown together so everybody's on the card. It's going to be on the pre-show. It, and they'll probably let Oscar win it. And yeah, they'll probably let Oscar win it. But it's going to be. It, it, I think it's got to happen. There's no way you can. There's no way you can have one women's match. Well, two. You got the tag title match, I guess. So, you know. But at the same time, you got this women's evolution and you only have two women's matches. I don't know. In Vince's warped mind, he thinks two's enough, I guess. I don't know. With him main eventing WrestleMania, he thinks two's enough, but I'm sure they're going to last minute throw this battle Royal thing out there. And here you go. You know, cause I mean, they showed, like I said, they showed uh, for highlights during raw or something for hype and WrestleMania. They showed, Naomi celebrating next to the trophy, so I'm thinking it's just going to kind of, hey, here it is, it's going to happen, it's on the kickoff show. That's just my guess of what's going to happen next week. So why? Why Why do this? Was, is, is this just the easy, lazy way to get the four horsewomen to hold all the titles? At, to close I, 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 think, I think lazy and this year's WrestleMania go hand in hand. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's already a lot of matches. And then you add, then you got to figure out something that is going to be quote unquote entertaining for the SmackDown Women's title. So, like Matt said, lazy. Oh, okay. Let's let Charlotte win the title. Let's put her. She's already in the match. 
cool. We got the four horsemen to win, win all the titles. We don't have to book another match for WrestleMania and figure out a storyline. Yeah. And boom, again, we don't have to book another damn match. We got a photo op at the end of it with the four horsewomen. Charlotte and Becky are going to kiss and make up. They'll go their separate ways with the brand split because they'll be each brand's champion after WrestleMania. Oh, look, Vince is a genius. <clears throat> Bullshit. Yeah, you were a genius in 85. Yeah. I question if he was even a genius then. True. Uh, just lucky. It was road, the roids. Road to double or nothing from last week. Uh, re, uh, re-aired the uh, the Bucks winning the uh, the tag titles in uh, in Mexico. Uh, also re-aired Cody getting beat up, um, which kind of is kind of weird how sometimes they kind of mix business with kayfabe. Or you know, business and storylines on on the road to double or nothing, and they played it off as Cody wasn't able to be in the office because he, he got the beat down in Mexico. Um, uh, so they kind of showed the recaps of that and uh, said, "Well, the sh- you know the business must go on," and uh, so the business is going on. Brandy uh, talking to Sandra. You you remember Sandra from the Total Divas days? She was the seamstress for. Uh, for the WWE for a long time. So she's working with AEW. See, AEW knows what they're doing. They're pulling in some talent. And uh, speaking of talent, they pulled in Allie from Impact. How about that, guys? They need uh, I think they need. I think it's a big signing for their women's division. Mm-hmm. Did you guys even expect her to leave Impact? I'm not surprised. Well, I mean, anybody wants to... I mean, leaving Impact is not a surprise, but I mean... Did you see that coming, though, like so soon right now? I mean, it was like, wow, I didn't realize Allie was going to go or ready to go or whatever, you know? Yeah. News news to me. Yeah, it just came as a total shock. Uh, So Allie talked about her career. I think she's been going at it for about 15 years now. I think she has been wrestling since she's 18. I think she's 33 now. I think she was talking about a 15-year career. Kind of showed her sitting down with Sandra talking about uh, getting some gear together. Um, talking about how she shared the news that she got signed to AEW with her uh, with her boyfriend Braxton Sutter, uh, who is currently touring uh, in the independence right now as well. Uh, so uh, while uh, she probably won't uh, she won't be she won't be in a match at Double or Nothing, she might I want she might make an appearance in that that triple threat. Maybe uh, we'll have to see what goes on. But uh, very exciting news to see uh, to see Allie sign with AEW. Uh, and then uh, Brandy on the phone with uh, Dave Milliken, who's known as the Ace of Belts. And uh, uh, Brandy's holding up a little piece of paper there, isn't she, Matt? There's something on the you, – you can kind of see through that. You can see – you can see yeah, – you can definitely see the, the layout design of the title through the uh, through the paper. And I'm sure that was done by design. Uh, yeah, I think so. To, get, think to, so. Give you, uh, to give you a little sneak preview of uh, – what their main championship is going to look like. I, uh, I like the, how they did that. And apparently uh, it, it, it's going to be a, a pretty huge belt. Um, so uh, they, they want it, they're comparing it to the, Mid, the Mid-South U.S. title uh, for comparison's sake. And, uh, and then we end the show with uh, Pentagon and Ray cutting a little promo uh, ahead of uh, their uh, clash with the Bucks. Do you think that closes, Dull or Nothing? Based on what I saw with the, based on what we saw with the, uh, with the, um, what was it, the, um, the little conference they had in Vegas, and Matt and Nick promoting tag team wrestling, yeah, I can see it. 
if they're not going to decide their world champion at double or nothing, I could see that closing the show. Yep. Uh, being the elite this week called C2E2 because that's where they were at. And uh, Kenny Omega sitting down with the Bucks to start things off. And uh, Kenny was kind of asking the Bucks, so uh, where were they when uh, Cody was getting beat down in Mexico? And, and they said they were uh, uh, saving that pop for uh, later. And, uh, well, and mm-hmm. Kenny's like, well... That wasn't the crowd kind of went mild there, boys. <laughs> yeah, bucks aren't over in Mexico, brother. Yeah, nope. they're the heels in that town. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Yeah, <laughs> my phone. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> First time I heard, I thought I was losing my fucking mind. <laughs> Daryl's got his own soundboard. I heard soundboard. it again. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Daryl's got his own soundboard going off here. Buck signing some merchandise for the signing uh, they had there at C2E2. Um, showing everybody coming through, meeting them, and greeting them. Um, talking about uh, <laughs> Kenny and Kenny and uh, Kenny and Nick are talking in the in the hotel room when. Uh, Matt Matt walks in and and uh the only thing that Matt hears is uh the words Michael Nakazawa. <laughs> he took he, he he took a he sold he sold a good shot from that hotel bed, didn't he? Michael Nakazawa. <laughs> I I loved it when he woke up and and they <laughs> he kind of everything was kind of normal. And <laughs> Kenny reveals a Michael Nakazawa shirt. <laughs> I'm going to buy Madam Nakazawa shirt for his birthday. Ma- Matthew, and then Michael. There's so many great AEW shirts I would want. That is not one of them. Do not you're going. To, you're going to wear it. And do Ma- not do that. Do not do that to me, sir. And Matthew Nakazawa. <laughs> Matthew Nakazawa. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Or wait, no. This was gay, <laughs> uh, oh Kenny. That was actually uh, Nicholas N- Nakasawa. Matt's Matt's the one seeing the things, but uh, so he he tries to uh, splash some water on his face to uh, 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 kind of come to. And oh my God, Matt's wearing a Michael Nakasawa shirt too. <laughs> See, you hear, you hear Matt? Matt's wearing a Ni- Michael Nakasawa shirt. Wrong, Matt, pal. <laughs> this Matt will be wearing one. But Matt wakes up. It was all a dream. Michael Nakazawa. What? So then we uh, we see uh, a little uh, a little screen capture of uh, somebody's phone and uh, hashtag the librarian, and they show all sorts of uh, uh, different little uh, tweets uh, from uh, the librarian, including a, a kid uh, cutting a little promo and a few other people cutting promos, and then Joey Ryan cutting a promo. As uh, he's trying to get over as a librarian, apparently. Hey, Joey Ryan's free now. Thanks, Lucha. Yeah. And Ivelisse, sign them both. Uh, yep. And, and, and King Cuerno, or uh, El Hijo de Fantasma. Say that three times fast. Yeah, King Cuerno is easier to say than that one. <laughs> uh, who else? There's five guys that were in that thing. can't remember the other two. So uh, Joey Ryan's cutting a librarian promo, and, and and Swoggle shows up looking for Joey Ryan, and uh, well, 
He goes, oh, he, he went down that way because obviously everybody wants to beat up Joey Ryan nowadays to get into AEW. But uh, Joey Ryan taking off the glasses thinking, oh, this actually works. But uh, Swaggle came back. Yep. Poor Joey. Christopher Daniels, he uh, he got a little birthday card for, uh, from his wife. and. Uh... <laughs> what the hell? Why is my phone doing this? Is your phone Mute ca- your fucking phone! <laughs> is your phone calling football players or something? Omaha! Omaha! What? 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 Two! What the hell, Cole? Uh, Daniel's Daniel's recently turned 49, and he woke, woke up to a, a birthday card from his wife, and he, uh, he stood in the mirror and goes, oh, no, this is what 49 looks like. So uh, uh, he, he's taking the uh, full, full gear. He's taking the full, full gear, gear challenge. Um. MJF, I guess he's in England now, I'm, I'm guessing, and uh, uh, he got pranked by some of the English wrestlers telling him that Cody was here because uh, obviously now he knows Cody can hear again, and uh, he, he took off uh, pretty quickly. Uh, but uh, then, then Cody, what, what was what was the uh, what was the, the little uh, the little uh, embroidered? Did, did he have? Did he have that made for MJF or something? Was there something behind that Nightmare logo with MJF on it's it? The night, the that's, nightmare, that's the, that's, it's the that's Nightmare, nightmare family, family uh, yeah. sweatsuit. Which clearly he was going to present was to, gonna, oh, okay. is there, to has, MJF, but MJF is a dick. Yeah. Has this been a thing and, yet, like the Nightmare Family? Or? When, that's uh, the name when, of his uh, YouTube account. Yes, I yeah, know. When, but has yeah, it been when a thing Cody fought um, Aldis at All In. Uh, DDP and uh, whoever else was in his corner, all oh, they all okay. had Nightmare Family sweatsuits on, the same oh, type okay. of sweatsuits. Okay, gotcha. So it, it's kind of going to become a thing eventually, uh, like a stable and a little further. But, uh, yeah, poor Cody was in tears. After uh, It's all life. your fault, JB. How is it my fault? It's all your fault. It's all your fault. You're such a jerk. It's the Q-tip's fault. Why well, you got to be such a dick, JB? Hut one, hut two, hut hut. <laughs> Kenny and super, I'm gonna super kick Daryl's phone. Kenny and please don't. Kenny and Kenny and Nick are uh, talking to Matt in the hotel room. Uh, they're trying to get him to write off on uh, having a, uh, a an AEW combined uh, event with at CEO in uh, uh, for uh, in Daytona. And because uh, obviously Kenny's a big gamer, Matt and Nick not so much big gamers. But um, Nick's on board, but Matt's like, no, no, I don't want to. And uh, he goes, get out of here. You know, I'm, it's getting late. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to make love to Mrs. Matt. She's like, nope, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, she didn't look too. She didn't look too nah, thrilled about that old. idea. I think she gave the old Batista thumbs down on that one. Uh, we cut to a guy in a CEO chair, CEO chair. Uh, he's sitting there playing a little uh, Fire Pro Wrestling and and uh, rewatching an episode of Being the Elite where Michael Nakazawa is talking to Kenny Omega. Nakazawa. Talking shit about gamers, I guess. And uh, so he picks up the phone and calls Matt Jackson and says, uh, and uh, Matt has no idea who this guy is. But this guy wants to hurt Michael Nakazawa. And so this is what gets Matt on board for the AEW at CEO at Daytona Beach. 
And so, <laughs> uh, Matt even went as far as to say, would you kill him? <laughs> well, yeah, well, I may not go that far, but uh, I'm still wondering why, why, why Michael Nakazawa is, is, uh, is in, in Matt's head. I think he's just disgusted at the fact that they wasted a signing yeah, he's on him. He's wasted. <laughs> he's pissed. <laughs> so at at uh, the uh, at the, the the Daytona event, this guy by the name of I can't remember his name, whatever his name is, uh, Jabali. There we go. Uh, he's going to take on. Yeah, there you go, Jabroni. Uh, he's going to take on Michael Nakazawa in a hardcore match on June 29th at Daytona Beach at the uh, CEO Fighting Game Championships. Uh, it's going to be a co-branded with AEW. Um, some of the elite got involved in that last year, so it'll be pretty. It's pretty cool to see that AEW gotten is going to now, as a company, get involved with uh, CEO this year. As we all know, as we all expected, of course, the top headline this week is the fact that the WWE announced that for the first time in the company's history, a women's match will close WrestleMania out when the Raw Women's Champion will take on, uh, Ronda Rousey will take on, uh, oh, oh yeah, the SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Uh, of course, uh, we all knew this was the basically one of the final steps in the women's evolution and... With everything that's gone on this year, uh, this was the perfect time to do it, and glad that it happened. The man said after the announcement, I ran my mouth, put in the miles, took the bumps, and entertained the people until they couldn't deny me any longer. It's an emotional day just knowing I'll get to smash Ronnie and, Sh- Ronnie and Char in front of the whole world on the biggest stage possible to the people. Thank you. Hashtag I am the man. Uh, internal response to Ra- uh, to the uh, the main event. Uh, the decision to go with the Raw Women's Championship main event seen internally as a major victory for the women's division and everyone involved in that storyline. Uh, Mike Johnson, PW Insider, was told that uh, the decision came down to the wire between that match and Lesnar and Rollins for closing the show. Uh, that doesn't surprise me with Vince, does it? Not at nope. all. Not one bit. Not at all. And uh, Ronda Rousey, you know, you know, for someone who claims wrestling's fake, she 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 sure takes kayfabe on Twitter seriously now. Uh, she she tweeted, "I came, I saw, I changed the game. Three women are going to headline WrestleMania this year. I won't hold my breath expecting thank yous, but you're all welcome, anyways." Like I said, for someone that calls wrestling fake, she sure is taking uh, being a heel on Twitter seriously. Serious business, pal. Uh, latest inductees to the WWE Hall of Fame, as we had uh, announced. Actually, we we announced like a month ago, long time ago. We thought it was going to be the first uh, announcement, uh, but Bret Hart, Jim the Anvil, Neidhart, the Hart Foundation have officially been announced. They are going to be in the Hall of Fame. Pretty cool segment mm-hmm. they did on Monday Night Raw, showing the video montage while Natalia was in the ring. I thought that was a pretty cool moment there. Um, and apparently, fucking beefcake is going around out yeah, the announcement section. Yeah, that's week. that's my next story. Uh, oh, Brutus, story. yeah, brother Brutai, brother. That's my next. Uh, the, the, the 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 cutting and strutting, cutting and strutting. The brother. man with no name, the oh, Zodiac. My God. Uh, the, the Hart Foundation put together in 1985 after Vince McMahon purchased the Stampede. Re- <clears throat> purchased Stampede Wrestling from Stu Hart. 
Uh, of course, uh, the rest was history from there. They made their debut as a team on April 20th, 1985, defeating a couple of Jabba's on WWF TV and then quickly became the cornerstone of the tag team. Uh, of course, uh, shortly they uh, added Jimmy Hart in as uh, their manager and held uh, the WWF Tag Team Championships on two occasions, once as heels and then later on as baby faces before they broke up. Of course, they had one of their biggest feuds were with the uh, British Bulldogs as well as with Demolition. Uh, Bret Hart will go in now as a two-time Hall of Famer, and of course, uh, Jim the Ni- uh, Anvil Nyhart go in, in as a first-time Hall of Famer. Let Owen in. Yeah, no shit. Uh, and as Matt said, yes, uh, it's been uh, uh, leaked that uh, <clears throat> WHTZ in New York City is running advertisements, pushing tickets for the Hall of Fame, and has listed Brutus the Barber Beefcake among the inductees. So that is the final Hall of Famer that is going to be uh, inducted into the 2019 class. Ed Leslie, born in Florida, of course, known as Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Grew up with Hall of Famer Hulk Hogan, broke into the business with him, and uh, they were even uh, billed together as the Boulder Brothers And uh, before uh, Beefcake became uh, synonymous, synonymous with, the, uh, with the 80s and the WWE with his, uh, with his uh, flamboyant persona and those gigantic scissors or, 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 uh, or uh, hedge trimmers, you know, whatever you want to call them. Uh, <laughs> um. As a child, I thought he had the he had the coolest theme song, and uh, uh, worked for, uh, debuted as a heel. I liked him as a kid too. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> debuted as a heel in the '80s, being managed by Johnny Valiant after a singles run, challenging Hulk Hogan for the championship. He teamed with Greg the Hammer Valentine, featuring the feature, uh, forming the Dream Team. They captured the tag team titles from the U.S. Express, Mike Rotunda and Barry Windham. Uh, and they had a feud with the British Bulldogs as well, losing to them at WrestleMania II. Um, of course, Beefcake and Hogan had some uh, famous feuds uh, uh, on the old Twitter down the road too, but apparently they've, they have made up. Uh, so I wonder if Hogan will, indu- will be uh, inducting Beefcake. Yes, my Hogan, bet. Hogan will induct the, 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 what he used to call it? In, uh, in Brother Brutai. No, uh, the Disciple. Oh, Lord. Yes. He had so many names in WCW. The Disciple. Uh, it's been, uh, it has been announced that Hogan will be taking a part in the WrestleMania festivities. I'll get to that news later on. <clears throat> During the season Brother. finale of Total Bellas, it was announced that Nikki Bella has uh, announced she, she has also retired as an active competitor, but has since seemed to have backpedaled from that statement. So, yeah, we'll see. It was just for the show. Yeah, uh, just like our marriage. Yeah, that too. I, I believe her retirement as much as Conor oh, damn, McGregor. Pal. I believe that retirement as much as Conor McGregor's retirement from MMA. So, you guys excited for that Bella's podcast though? No. Uh, Nikki and Bree debuting their podcast. I already debuted. Debuted today. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, I'll listen to that. Um, never. <laughs> Don't listen that way. Earmuffs on. There you go. Uh, more on uh, Allie's exit from Impact Wrestling. Her deal expired at the end of 2018. Was not signed to a new contract, making it possible to jump over to AEW. Um, and uh, word is, I think, yeah, her last appearance for Impact Wrestling will be on uh, 
this week's edition of Impact. Um, she obviously won't be at this week's TV tapings, but so this week's edition of Impact will be her uh, her last one with uh, the company. Uh, Impact Wrestling informed her in January that they were not renewing her deal. Uh, so basically, they made the decision that they were not re-signing Allie. So uh, hey, it's their loss. Uh, AEW is probably going to do uh, her better than they, they have ever done. So hey. it's the first. It's the first of many. Mm-hmm. That is true. They're so, they're so fucking dumb. That company is just mind-blowingly stupid. WWE also made an announcement uh, last week that they are going to sell Titan Tower. They're going to move to a new uh, a new global headquarters. Uh, and uh, what do you guys think of that? Selling the old the old Titan Tower. I was surprised. Yeah, me too. I guess you know, but, but it's a really old building. Yeah, so. eventually you gotta you gotta move on. You gotta upgrade. Yep. I mean, they moved into that building in '85. I don't know when it was built though. So it's hard telling when that was built. But uh, it's older than me. Damn it! Whew, that's old. Uh, company anticipates the move into the new headquarters around 2021. Uh, uh, then take, Matt take will be the head writer. Hallelujah! If Vince isn't around, give, give us some jobs. Cody, <laughs> uh, Cody's at, hard at work making some trademarks. Uh, he has filed a trademark for Prince of Wrestling. Uh, hmm, who, who's a good Prince of Wrestling? Mm. Hmm. Uh, Battle Bowl, Bash at the Beach, and Bunkhouse Stampede also. Uh, some uh, some uh, other items he has trademark is trademarking. As for ratings, uh, total Bellas went up a little bit in their season finale, up to four hundred forty-eight thousand, uh, which was a- about better than most of the season, but still a really terrible season for Total Bellas in their ratings. Uh, people stopped caring about them. Monday Night Raw continues to decline. Wow, going into WrestleMania, this ain't good. Two point five eight million, uh, two point seven million to start, and a drop off to two point four million by the end, by hour three. Not good for Raw, but uh, obviously SmackDown is doing a lot better in terms of creative, and the ratings are showing as uh, they have and continuously gone up. And for the uh, for the fourth week in a row, SmackDown's ratings have increased. Um, as we do, you know, obviously we're recording on Wednesday this week, so we have up-to-date SmackDown numbers. 2.93 million viewers for SmackDown. That's actually uh, the biggest number in some time uh, for SmackDown. you got to go back to SmackDown 1000 in October. Uh, it was the last time they pulled a big number that big. And that's a specialty show, so you got to go back even further. Uh, August 21st was the last time they pulled in an audience that big. Uh, so it's been quite a while for SmackDown. So they're, they, Fox has got to be happy, don't you think? Yeah. Well, we'll see where the ratings are a month from now. True. Um, I don't yeah. think Fox really cares where the ratings are right now in the month of March. I think they're going to care a lot more about where those ratings are come September. Yeah. All sorts of uh, March to WrestleMania items in the hidden gems. March to WrestleMania 10 recently added with uh, uh, matches including uh, Earthquake, Bret the Hitman Hart, the Quebecers, Yokozuna, and Lex Luger. 
Uh, Drop the Mic, of course, the, the rap battle show that is on TBS. Recent edition of Drop the Mic featured the New Day. And uh, they took on uh, the Queens of R&B SWV. I did not see that episode yet, but uh, I'm sure. I did. It was funny as hell. I, I bet it was with the New Day. Uh, I, did not, I did not know SWV was still together. Um, They're not. That's a blast from the 90s past, huh? I've never even heard of them. Sisters with Voices. Yep. I mean, I watched the rap battle on YouTube, but, I mean, I've never heard of them. I had to bring some soul to your life, Matt. Yeah. Well, they clearly lost that rap battle. They got, friggin' New Day got gypped. They did. They got a, they got a spot on uh, one of the best soundtracks of, of all time, the Above the Rim soundtrack. Absolutely. I love that soundtrack. Um. Oh, hey. Uh, yes. Uh, just to let you know, with WWE on Fox, it's around the corner. Fox uh, is starting to start air, starting to air there the new Fox uh, coming this fall, and so uh, st- they're starting to uh, re- release video highlights and stuff with uh, WWE SmackDown being a part of the family. Uh, video bo- uh, body camera footage was released on the arrest from uh, Naomi and uh, and. Uh, Jimmy Uso from February, and uh, hey, guess what? Uh, whoever reported uh, originally about uh, uh, Jimmy being uh, combative with an officer was apparently lying. As TMZ, uh, as uh, footage shows otherwise, um, but uh, Uso was still arrested for disorderly conduct and obstruction of justice, probably because the cop told him to not get out of the car. I mean, yeah, you don't get out of the car when the cop tells you not to get out of the car, but yeah. Again. That's what happens when you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you don't listen. Exactly. Uh, one of those classic game shows that was on Nickelodeon, Double Dare, it made its return recently. And uh, there's going to be, uh, starting on April 8th, a WWE Superstars Week that uh, that will uh, feature star- superstars on Nickelodeon's uh, game show there. Uh, no word yet on which talents will be appearing. I hope to God Braun Strowman's one of them. That would be Good awesome. God. Did you guys ever watch Double Dare back in the day? I oh, sure yeah. did. I loved it when I was a kid. Fuck, yeah. I love it. I know, I've, never, I've not watched the new Double Dare yet, but yeah, I love it. It's very much like the old Double Dare. Yeah, my son, my son watches it now. Yeah, it's, it's cool they still have Mark Summers there doing stuff. Oh, it did, really? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the fact judge. He like stands on like the sidelines and says random shit throughout the episode. Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, that's cool they didn't forget about him. Yeah, Mark Summers was awesome. Uh I always the one I always remembered was the pick your nose one. <laughs> 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 Trying to find the flag up the nose, all the boogers and shit. Uh, he loves boogers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Double Dare was so fun. Um, as we uh, announced on uh, on Lost the Midcard last week, Sue Atchison is this year's Warrior Award winner, and uh, Vince McMahon took to Twitter uh, and said, with her tireless work. Over more than three decades at WWE, Sue Atchison helped put smiles on countless faces, including my own. Congratulations, Sue, on being named Warrior Award recipient of the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2019. So some kind words from the chairman. Shout out, shout out to the fake Sue who followed me on Twitter last week. <laughs> you, have a, <laughs> you have a fake Sue following you on Twitter. That, yep. That's epic. That's the man. That was just like, this account isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, Ray, Ray Mysterio filed a trademark for the name Prince Mysterio. 
uh, possibly for uh, future usage by Dominic, who's probably going to get choked out by Joe on Tuesday. Booyaka. Should have already fucking happened. Yep. Undertaker and Michelle McCool at the Performance Center this week in Tampa. And, Dead uh, jobbers walking. Santino, <laughs> and Santino Morella is going to be down there as a guest coach later on in the month. And no one gave a flying fuck. And uh, as of March 20th, fighting with my family has grossed $21 million at the box office. I finally watched it. It was good. I liked it. It was good. Like I said, they 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 changed a lot of history. <laughs> they did, they definitely that they definitely. Did. It was still an enjoyable movie. Vince likes to do that anyway. So hey. Oh man. Fucking Vince. Fucking Vince. Uh, Sanford, Florida, NXT live event. Uh, Robbie E. now going as Robert Strauss made his debut. Um, yeah, he was using that on the independents recently, though. So I mean, they're still letting him use that. E or Strauss? Hmm. Using Robbie E. or Robbie, Robert Strauss? Robert Strauss. Oh, okay. Yeah, it sounds like he's going. Yeah, that's been a gimmick he recreated on the indies a, a while back. Um. Yeah, he. Uh, so it looks like. Uh, yeah, it looks like he was in uh, some tag action there uh, in Florida. It's all about that tag action. For the first time in years, I think probably since the uh, the uh, Silverdome incident, <laughs> WWE, WWE is bringing Hulk Hogan for WrestleMania 35 weekend. PW Insider is confirmed with multiple sources. It'll be the first time Hogan has attended WrestleMania since 31, so it's so a year after the Silverdome incident. In yeah, the, he did the NWDX battle during, right. uh, Sting, Triple H. during Sting, Sting, Sting and Triple H. Yeah. Um, so Hogan being brought into WrestleMania, perhaps the final piece of the puzzle for Hogan to return to the WWE full time. Uh, as we just said, he probably will be used as the guy to induct Brutus, the barber beefcake. Yeah. He'll, maybe he'll be used in, uh, some kind of backstage segment or something in the, uh, in WrestleMania. Who knows? Or maybe he'll be the one that, that interrupts Elias. <laughs> Will you stop? Uh, Rise of the Renegades is uh, the MLW show that's going to air uh, uh, happen in New York City during WrestleMania weekend, and just signed for that event is Ray Phoenix taking on Airwolf. Uh, Airwolf is a recent signee of MLW. Uh, heard good things about him. Have you guys heard of Airwolf? I haven't. I've not. Seen I mean, him. I've heard the name, but I don't know anything about him. Yeah, I heard he's pretty damn good. So uh, I have to check that out. Uh, New uh, new match added to the supercard: Roosh and Dalton Castle. I'm Roosh the douche. There it is. And uh, the main event has been announced for ROH's return to Baltimore. That that these guys don't want to go for free, and I don't blame them. Uh, triple threat. Hey, hey, yeah, you guys are missing out on a triple threat tag team match for this main event. You know. Mm, Boo hoo! I'm so sad. Lifeblood taking on the Kingdom, taking on Jay Lethal and Jeff Jeff Cobb. I have a recliner that needs me. <laughs> that says a lot about the state of Ring of Honor right now. That says everything you need to know about Ring of Honor. I watch Ring of Honor with Matt next Saturday, man. I'm out. Free tickets, my ass. I'm, I'm good. 
in the surprise of absolutely nobody, IWGP Heavyweight Champion Jay White is going to defend his title against Kazuchika Okada at G1 Supercard in Madison Square Garden. The card is now set. We have now ROH Champion Jay Lethal taking on Marty Skrull and Matt Taven in a ladder match. White and Okada. IWGP Tag Champions Grill is a Destiny taking on the ROH Tag Champions PCO and Brody King. Taking on the Briscoes. Taking on Evil and Sonata. Uh, both titles are on the line, so I'm assuming whoever gets pinned, the winner gets those. Like, what happens if, like, a non... I, I don't know what... I, I, I don't even know why I'm asking this question, but... What if a team that doesn't have titles gets pinned? No titles change hands? Probably not. I, I, it says both titles are on the each on the line, but I don't fucking... What, what's going on here, I blame Matt. Yeah, it's all my fucking fault. Uh, this won't suck. Uh, Taji Ishimori dragged Liam Bandito for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. That's going to be a lot of ooh, ah, ouch. Uh, this this won't suck either. Uh, Rev Pro British Heavyweight Champion Zack Sabre Jr. taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, this won't suck either. Uh, ROH TV champion <laughs> Jeff Cobb taking on never overweight, ch- never openweight champion. I said never overweight champion. They should add that. Hashtag never overweight champion Beer City Bruiser. Wow. Uh, ROH TV champion I'm, Jeff. I'm pretty sure he's consistently overweight. ROH TV champion Jeff Cobb takes on never openweight champion Will Allspray. That that match won't suck. Uh, Women of Honor champion Mayu Iwatani takes on Kelly Klein. Please don't change the title. Um, IWGP Intercontinental Champion Tetsuya Naito takes on Kota Ibushi. Yes. I would not mind a title change there. I'd be cool to see Ibushi take that. As I just mentioned, Castle and Roosh Douche. Uh, Bully Ray against a mystery opponent in New York City Street Fight. Who uh, That might have been Flip until... Yeah, we I was going to say, well, it might have been Flip <laughs> But uh, No, no, I, no, no. I got, I got, I've got updated news on Flip. Unfortunately, he is that. not going to be back. Uh, Bully Ray Tommy Dreamer? I don't want to see that. Bully like, when Ray. Haven't we seen that already? That's true. Okay, who? Do, what would you like to see? Since we, we know it's not going to be Flip anymore. Sam Punk. <laughs> okay. Come on, Phil. He called out Punk on the pay-per-view. He did I'm say Punk. Punk. Okay. Yeah, if that's all it takes is calling out Punk on a pay-per-view. Fuck. Somebody should have done it five years ago. I don't know. It'll be, some, it'll be somebody stupid. Like, I honestly, I. it was probably going to be Flip, and now they're going to have to scramble. It'll, it'll, so, be, I mean, it'll, be, it'll be delirious. It'll be like Rhett Titus oh or something. Oh, my God, if it's delirious, <laughs> just shoot me now. Rhett Titus. Uh, 30-man honor rumble with uh, Jushin Thunder Liger as the first announced competitor. And uh, there you go. That's the li- that's a good lineup. I mean, it. you know. It's decent. Yeah. I, I mean, I might- the, show, the show from a wrestling standpoint should be very good. What day is it on again? Hall Saturday. Night? Saturday, yeah, Hall of Fame. Saturday, Fire. yeah. I, I, I still have. I think I still have Honor Club. I have. I need to check. He think he still has, ladies and gentlemen. I think I have it till the end of April. So I don't know how to check, but I don't know. If I don't have it, I don't have you it. Big dummy. 
I don't. If I don't have it, I don't have it. If I have it, I have it. Do you have fight? Fight? Well, I can download fight, but it's free for all fight honor club members. Oh my yeah. god! Fight! Yeah, fight! Fight! What? Wow! Fight! It's not like Cornette on drugs. He Motherfucker! Does. <laughs> Motherfucker! I don't know when my honor club ends. So mine doesn't end until the summertime. I'm thinking end of April, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Stokely Hathaway. We'll Stokely Hathaway also debuted at an NXT live show in Tampa, Florida, on uh, March 22nd. He is now. Uh, uh, known as Count Moore, and uh, is uh, managing Babatunde. So uh, that dude's a beast. What? What? Exactly. exactly. It's funny. He took on a guy whose nickname is the Beast, Nick Comorado, who I've never heard of. But Brock Lesnar? No. Okay. Some some jobber. Everybody loves the jobber. John Sepulveda uh, for uh, GNS Professional Wrestling in Rhode Island has uh, filed a trademark for Lethal Lottery, uh, which was uh, a concept used at Starcade 91 as part of the Battle Bowl concept, uh, which match consisted of randomized teams competing to advance in competition. Oh, uh, no. Which was I interesting because Cody, because Cody filed the Battle Bowl Yep. Trademark just a little bit ago. Uh, and, of course... Uh, Where there's smoke, there's fire, brother. What? Bro- brother? <laughs> what? Brother? Brother, 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 brother. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, my God. When When, when is... on? When is... When is, uh, <laughs> when is what's the April date on, on Supercard? April what? <laughs> I don't know, the day before WrestleMania. What, April, like, what, 6th or something? I became a member of Honor Club on April 6th, 2018. <laughs> nice. I wonder if they cancel you that date or not. They probably will, them fuckers. No, they probably will cancel you at midnight that night. You'd be like, sorry, I'm well, about your damn luck. Yeah, midnight. At, no at mid- no G1 card for as, you. As soon as midnight strikes on no, the No G1 card for you. You know when they'll cut them off? They'll cut them off like five minutes before the show starts. Oh, oh they'll cut me off at the first entrance. Like, oh, like, you want to see this show? Too bad. Click. Yeah, the, the first entrance. First guy's coming out, and uh, that's when they're going to cut me off. It's like, ah, you motherfucker. You, 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 you'd leave us when the elite leave us. Fuck you. Oh, if your product didn't suck a dick, we wouldn't have left you. Facts. True. I mean, it's not just all about the, the elite, but your product is... Hasn't been very good lately. Uh, this uh, this uh, sports break is brought to you by uh, by baseball because baseball starts tomorrow. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, one of the greatest tight ends to, to play the game, he announced his retirement at age twenty nine. Of course, why is this relevant? Of course, he uh, uh, took uh, had a, had a little WrestleMania moment. And uh, you guys think he he might be in, uh, uh, involved in the WWE or pro? Yes. Wrestling? Yes. Absolutely, like, like a full time type of deal. 
like think mm-hmm. like a more probably a more of a Brock Lesnar type of deal. But I definitely I I foresee them using him, and I guarantee you the second he retired, Mojo was blowing up his phone. Bro, please Are come you out with WWE. You need to save my fucking career. And they have to use me on TV in months, fucking except mirror. for when I'm talking to a fucking mirror. Y'all need to say you need to save my ass, bro. Bro, you ain't on the other side of the mirror, bro. I feel like the only reason Mojo Raleigh hasn't been released from his WWE deal yet is because he's friends with Mojo. It's because he's friends with Gronk. He's friends with himself too. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know what I meant, damn it. You suck. Hey, 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 if I could, if I could be serious for a minute, um, okay. not on this show. Lance Storm is going to be the guest referee for the April 28th match between Brian Cage and Johnny Impact at the Rebellion pay-per-view in Toronto. He's also I, uh, uh, been working... No, I have no fucks to give. Also, uh, I think Lance Storm's been working as a producer for Impact lately, but if it, if, if, if it happens on Pursuit, does anybody even see it? What is Pursuit? A Trevelle Pursuit Network. At the MLW Battle Riot event on April 5th during WrestleMania weekend, the World Middleweight Championship is now going to be on the line when Teddy Hart, Teddy Hart's going to face Ace Austin. So if you're going to go check out uh, any, any MLW stuff over the, over the weekend, if you're up in New York for the WrestleMania weekend stuff there, uh, that match has just been added to the card. And in the ever-growing list of names getting cut, uh, Mustafa Ali has now joined that list. He's now just being called Ali. And Drew, uh, Drew Gulak said in the honor of uh, Ollie changing his build name, I will be now changing my build name to Adele. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. Uh, Orny Lorkin is now an official member of the 205 Live uh, uh, roster there. I don't know if that's really going to... crowd going mild. Yeah. I think he's better off being in NXT, but... Uh, guaranteed uh, that we're going to have a little live performance during the uh, last match of WrestleMania 35 as it has been announced that Joan Jett is going to play Ronda Rousey to the ring at WrestleMania 35. We don't give a damn about her bad reputation. That too. Former UFC heavyweight champion Kane Velasquez, he's going to be jumping into pro wrestling. He's going to make his debut at Triple Mania on August 3rd for Triple A. And yes, unfortunately, uh, Ring of Honor announced that Flip Gordon re-injured his knee and will not appear in Baltimore, and will not appear in the uh, uh, he will not appear in the Road to G1 Supercard in Baltimore on March 31st. Here coming up this weekend, uh, he suffered an MCL tear in his knee during a match in January and was medically return uh, cleared to return to the ring and uh, competed in a match in Northern Ireland for Over the Top Wrestling on March 24th. Woke up and his knee locked up. I was able to make the flight home, visit his doctor. There's a concern that Gordon may have suffered a bucket handle meniscus tear, requires surgery, and keep him out for another four to six months. Extent of the injury is not yet known until the MRI exam is in. Uh, Gordon will still appear at the Festival of Honor on Friday, April 5th at Madison Square Garden, uh, Garden, though. I had free tickets to that, too. They're just giving it away. Damn. Uh, oh, and uh, you got some meet and greets here. Uh, Jay Lethal for thirty. Jeff Cobb for thirty. You could you could beat the 
the villain enterprises for forty. I would uh, rather just pay thirty for Marty Scroll, and yeah, uh, Bandito, Dalton Castle, Juice Robinson, Roosh Douche, and the all oh, the Kingdom, all three of them. Word for forty bucks. That just changes my Daryl's going now. Yep, Daryl's. <laughs> I met those guys for free. I'm good. Me and Matt Taven are on good good terms. Good friends. Uh, today, uh, March twenty seventh, as we record, uh, the. XFL may may have lost maybe uh, maybe losing competition already, uh, as USA Today reported that the Alliance of American Football could be in danger of folding just after launching a few months uh, after uh, uh, the the league. Damn. Damn. The league's majority owner Tom <laughs> Dundon. The league's majority owner Tom Dundon told USA Today that uh, if they don't work out an agreement with the Players Association to use some of their young players from the NFL roster, uh, for example, third-string quarterbacks and uh, uh, rookies and et cetera, et cetera, uh, the le- they're going to have to look at a number of potential options, including folding. This is a disaster, and it's such a shame because I've enjoyed what I've watched of that league this year. Yeah. So the fact that they they might not even be around to go up against Vince is disappointing, and it and the fact that Vince just sold three million shares of WWE stock today to fund this stupid thing did did he do that it, at, did he do that like after he heard the news you think I think so he's like let's oh, make sure yeah. I have enough money yeah. damn it oh my dick is hard they sell four percent of WWE stock and. Fucking make sure I can fund this shit forever. Oh, they, <laughs> that a sign up all their players. They so just <laughs> they pulled an XFL. <laughs> oh, pal. Oh, idiot. Yeah, because the, uh, the the next story is uh, Vince sold three million shares of stock, which comes up to two hundred and seventy million dollars in capital for Alpha Entertainment, and uh, as a result. WWE stock dropped 1% in after hours trading. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks, Vince. He's making moves, making moves. Seriously, yeah, that 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 news came out this morning, I think, late in the morning. So, yeah, Vince, like, right before market closed, probably said, sell it! Such a douche. Uh, I was looking at Instagram. Uh, this afternoon, and, and I saw a little post from Bray Wyatt, and it was a pregnant belly with uh, some arms around it. And I'm like, "Oh, that's where JoJo's been." And then, not too long it's after that, baby. and not too long after that, JoJo posted uh, her, on her own account uh, announcing the pregnancy that that Bray and JoJo are expecting a baby. It's the buzzards, baby Bray. I was wondering where JoJo had been, and uh, there's your answer. Uh, and the baby's coming in June. So, and the baby's name is going to be Nash. K-N-A-S-H. Middle name Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Middle surname Quad. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, NXT this week uh, kicks off with the the with Goldie in the ring, followed by Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano, and uh, that was a pretty damn good promo between those two gentlemen, wasn't it? I loved it, man. 
crowd was fucking hot for it, too. Oh, man, the crowd would not stop with the dueling chants uh, as much as Adam Cole tried to heal it up and tell him he didn't care about him. Uh, that, that they still chanted for him. <laughs> uh of course, we Jer- know you're just saying that because you have to. You love us. Exactly. We know you're you're the NWO of this generation. We love yes. you for it. Uh, yeah, and, and we get you know we got we basically get Johnny Gargano back that the Johnny Gargano we know and love. Uh, obviously, I think the story was written for Gargano to beat Champa at Takeover New York, but yep. now that now, now that Champa is is hurt and probably out for a year. Uh, I think Adam Cole has to win this. And I think then Gargano has to chase and, 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 and go through the struggle. I, I absolutely disagree. You disagree. I, I think he's got to chase and go through the struggles of trying to get through the undisputed era before. Everybody has seen Gargano chase more than long enough. Yep. He has to win. He has to win it. Unless he's unless he's going up to the main roster the Monday after Mania and he's there for good, like if he's not getting called up, he has to win that title. I just think, <clears throat> I just think, there's dude, a- that full cell crowd will never believe in him again if he doesn't get the job done at May in Brooklyn. I just think he a, has to win. I think there's a plan, and well, maybe there's still. I mean, there's a plan in place. I think. I think that by the end of the year, Undisputed is going to have all the gold. Well, no, and I agree with you. I do think by the end of the year, the era will have all the gold. But I don't think I don't think they start with Cole and Brock. Okay, it, I, like I, I said, unless Gargano's getting called up, which is a distinct possibility, he could be he could be up there full time after Mania for all we know. I mean, I mean, look at but how if he's look, not, and he's staying down there. Dude needs to get that title. I mean, look at how Ricochet and Black have been. Have, look at their receptions on the main roster. I mean. They're getting pops, man. People are loving. People probably. I bet you half the half the people in that crowd didn't know who they were uh, when they came up, and now look, everybody's in love with those two guys now. You know, because they're being booked correctly. <laughs> yeah, imagine uh, unlike, that. Unlike EC three, booking somebody earns fan support. What a what a what a fucking novel ass concept. Just fucking send EC three back to NXT for the love of God and have him fucking fight for the title or something. Sure, I think he'd probably be right at the back with his aunt Dixie. Yeah, I think he's checking the clock to see what he can go all elite. Thanks. Um, a hell of a promo, and the uh, the era joined him on stage to end the promo. <clears throat> um, two out of three falls. Um, where uh, we're gonna get there? So we're going to get not a, a defined champion we're going to get an undisputed champion says Adam Cole baby uh first match of the evening the newly formed team of Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah they sure seem like they want to put these guys up against Sasha Banks and Bailey sometimes don't they <laughs> i i don't know to get squashed uh, uh. hey Good to see, uh, good to see Lacey Lane and Casey Catanzaro on TV, though. Um, Lacey Lane, uh, I think, was Casey was Casey the Young Classic as well. Yeah, they both were. I know Lacey was, of course, and Lacey trained with the Dudleys. Uh, Casey appeared in uh, uh, the Royal Rumble as well, and, and had a, a good showing in the Royal Rumble. Uh, match didn't get too far in before uh, before Shayna and Marina and Jessamine interrupted, and and well, the heels knew better; they got out of the way and. Uh, and uh, the, the uh, 
the bad girls took over and beat up the other ladies. But uh, Casey got got a little little bit of, little bit of offense on Shayna Baszler, but uh, the Kirafuda clutch took over eventually. Bro, Matt Riddle took on bro, bro. Matt Riddle took bro. on Matt Riddle took on Kona Reeves. How fucking cool is that when they wheeled? dream out on a couch those two uh, ladies i laughed that was so fucking cool <laughs> i wonder if they're i wonder if they're pc girls i uh i, I, I wonder s- if they're people training in the performance center right now they probably are i'd assume so because I, I was like i didn't recognize either of them i i said this on twitter tonight um during nxt i said if, if this feud continues past new york this could be a feud of the year candidate if they can continue this out I could see this going. I could see this being the feud of the year. I don't know if it's going to go past New York, but we'll see. And it'd be kind of interesting if Dream wins a feud of the year back to back. Says a lot about Dream. Uh, but wheeling him out on the couch, that was fucking brilliant. I loved it. Uh, but uh, that only gave Kona Reeves the distraction advantage for a brief amount of time before uh, Riddle beat the fuck out of him. And then. <laughs> And then hit the bro mission, and uh, then after the match, Riddle comes up to the map and uh, up the ramp and uh, drinks out of the of the cup and uh, and uh, says that uh, he'll see him in New York, bro, bro. Uh, next week we find out Kyrie Sane will take on Bianca Belair, undefeated main event. God damn, this was good. Finals of the Dusty Classic. Aleister Black and Ricochet took on Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake from the Forgotten Sons. Uh, the, definitely the best that the Forgotten Sons have looked, haven't, haven't they? I forgot. <laughs> I thought it was a tremendous match with these guys. And so uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet add their names to the trophy to go along with Samoa Joe and Finn Balor, AOP, and the Undisputed Era to be the fourth winners of the Dusty Cup. Black and Ricochet will take on the War Raiders at NXT TakeOver New York. And uh, the War Raiders came out to, to stare down the challengers to close out NXT this week. That might be match of the night next Friday night. Mm. Man, that card, that whole card, dude, dude, Dunn and Walter, that's going to be brutal as fuck. I can't wait for that one. Uh, just a whole night, you know. What are you guys' feelings of the Fatal 4-Way for the women? I'm not sure yet. I'll save that for next week. I'm really not sure yet. Well, I'm not, I'm not talking about winning, just the fact oh. of the match itself. Oh, I mean, it's... <sighs> You got it's so it's so much talent there, so I just think that it could it could be it could probably be one of the best matches of the night. I don't think it will be, but I think it'll, it it might steal the show. Do you think it, it may. The, do you think it was the right call over a one on one with Io Shirai? Yeah, because you had like I said, it's so much talent there. Like yeah. you can't just say okay, well we're just going to exclude Bianca, or we're going to exclude Kyrie, or we're going to exclude Io. Like you can't do that. So they did the best thing possible to showcase all the talent in the women's division that they have. 
Yeah, it, it was kind of unexpected that that was the result of what was going to be the, the women's match. But, hey, you know. It, it, I wasn't surprised. I, I really I, wasn't surprised. I, I, I hope you and Kyrie throw down. That'll be a – I bet, oh, man, New York's going to pop when they stare each other down. You know it. Yeah. Oh, uh, God, what else is on that card? Uh, North American Championship, Dreaming Riddle. We already covered that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be five titles. Cole and Gargano, Dream and Riddle, War Raiders, Ricochet and Dream. I mean, Ricochet, I'm sorry, and Black. Sheesh. Yep. It's, it, usually it's four titles and a grudge match, and a, but right. we, got, we got the UK title in there. so It's Mania, baby. Yeah, I was uh, 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 not expecting the, the Dunn and, and Walter announcement. Uh, No, I, I, I had a feeling that was going to happen. Yeah, I didn't know it would be added to... Well, I mean, I, of course, I don't know what, when they're expecting takeover, another UK takeover. Have they said? Uh, not that I know of. Hmm. But I figured that that... I figured that that, that either... I figured that that match was possibly going to be over in, in New York. Yeah. But that, oh, that, I, I can't wait, though. That's going to be fun. I think, I think, I think the, 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 the legendary reign of Dunn is over. I think. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think Walt's gonna kill him. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get into that more next week. Let's go to Raw from Boston. Boston. Uh, Bean Town. Uh, Matt. Overall, Raw was again kind of a eh, right. It was better than last week. It was. I mean, I know that's like damning it with faint praise, but it was still better. It was still a better show than last week's show. Low bar, right? Uh, we have a beat the clock challenge that meant absolutely jack and shit. Uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't a great way to start the show. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, yeah, you, you, get, you get like three one minute matches. Whoop de do. Uh, Yay! Becky Lynch ended up beating the clock. Uh, Finn was uh, to take on. Bobby Lashley and uh, and Leo Rush in a handicap match. If he won, he would get a title rematch at WrestleMania. Due to the attack of uh, Braun Strowman beating the holy hell out of him out last week on Raw, Leo was not cleared to compete, so he found Jinder Mahal to replace him. Wow, Leo. Jinder? Really? Yeah, Jinder's a former WWE champion, dude. Well, six minutes and Ginger took the pen. Uh, and then we show backstage and uh, uh, we, we saw a backstage video on Twitter and uh, a little something interesting here, wasn't it, boys? What did, mm-hmm. what, what, what did Bobby say? He was going to beat the demon out of Finn. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Elias. I told uh, that was coming. <laughs> Elias is in Times Square warming up. Um, some guy, uh, uh, he was drinking some coffee, and, and some guy put a quarter in his cup. <laughs> I like the other segment, too, later on. Yeah, that was the that was my favorite one. <laughs> uh, the Revival took on Alistair and Ricochet. Not for the, the titles. Week. Yeah, well, I think this was, I, I don't know. I think this was just, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's Vince, so let's just that's our answer for everything WrestleMania season. Uh, yeah. obviously, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Revival attacked him on stage last week, so this uh, started off in a melee. Ten minutes, Aleister Black and Ricochet get the win. Obviously, to set up the uh, tag team title match, which I'm hoping to God the Revival cost them against the War Raiders and then sets up uh, uh, Black and Ricochet winning the titles at WrestleMania. Triple H, he listens to the show because Daryl, did I not predict Gargano and Cole before the tapings, right? Facts. So Triple H listens to the show. So Triple H, uh, uh, call Scott and Dash and, and have them go down to Barclays on uh, Friday night. Let them know what match uh, is, is the tag title match is and, uh, and go from there. Drew! <clears throat> McIntyre came out. And uh, Roman accepts the challenge of Drew McIntyre. And says, uh, uh, don't talk about my wife and kids again. And, and punched him in the mouth. Um, good stuff there. I, I, I thought... I, I'm, I'm excited. Much like Shane... Not not on the level of Shane and Miz, but... The work that these two guys have done lately. I've, it's made me a little more excited for the match. Same for you guys? Yeah. Eh. I think, I'm I think, honestly not. I'm honestly not really excited about a whole lot going on in this WrestleMania card. I'm, I'm actually excited about. It. I'm excited about the the title matches that they do have. I'm, I mean, I'm excited. Look, I, I'm excited. Look, I, I'm excited about Kofi and Bryan, and I'm excited about the women's triple threat. But honestly, those were two matches that were created organically, and WWE decided to put their fingerprints all over it and fuck it up and make it not as not as uh, anticipated for me as it once was. Right. So thanks, Vince. Uh, you know, Drew backstage and Ambrose walks up to him and goes, "Oh, you called me a cockroach, eh? Well, uh, how about a last man standing match?" And uh, Drew goes, "I don't know how you're standing right now, but you won't after tonight." And I'm like, "All right, more not more more no DQ matches between these two guys. I'll take it." Uh, Sasha and Natalia. Again, got interrupted by uh, Botchamania and, and her uh, uh, Samoan friend Tamina. And, uh, you know, you know this, is, this would be a great tag team build if it wasn't for Nia and Tamina being in the match, right? I just realized you call her Botchamania. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> well, if, seriously, dude. If you can't support the, 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 the massive weight of Sasha Banks... At fat that when, when Sasha Banks, she could she couldn't hold Sasha Banks up <laughs> at Fastlane. She yeah. fell over. Yeah. Nia Nia fell over from the weight of Sasha Banks. <laughs> he caught her botch of mania. I normally uh. get, gave her a pass where Matt never did, but that. Fast lane, man. That That's took, because you're more forgiving than Matt is. That took the, the fast lane took the cake for me when, 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 when Sasha got on her, hopped on her shoulders, and she couldn't support that. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Bailey could have supported oh. that weight. JB's having his moment, Matt. <laughs> no, better late than never. Sucky. 
Uh, God. Uh, there it is. Uh, we, and so he, I, had to, he had to ruin it. As I, uh, <laughs> as I mentioned... <laughs> As I mentioned, they showed the uh, the Heart Foundation clip uh, while Natalia was in the ring, and, and uh, they showed her in tears with Beth hugging her. That was a pretty cool little moment there in the ring that they had there. Uh, Kurt Angle interrupt, uh, inter- interrupted, interviewed by Charlie Caruso, and Angle um, said he was honored to compete against Chad Gable and Apollo Cruz, and. Um, and it, but those guys are just jobbers, and now the real competition starts tonight. Yeah. Yep. Samoa Joe. And uh, Corbin shows up and says, uh, Angles, uh, the fans are thanking you because you should have retired 10 years ago. And and after WrestleMania, the headlines will read, Discr- uh, Olympic gold medalist disgraced himself against Baron Corbin. And Angles said, screw you. Did you, hear what, did you hear what type of gear that... Uh... Corbin's wrestling in a mania. Uh, Chili's, Chili no, server. He's not going to be. He's not going to be a server. He's going to be dressed as the owner of TGI Fridays this time. Oh, what's what's the owner of TGI Fridays wear? We'll see next Sunday. Oh, okay. oh lord. Uh, a moment of bliss with the beautiful Alexa Bliss leads to Michael Che and Colin Jost. Becoming participants in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yay. Why? Why? Yay. Because they hate us. Yay. You just got to bring one celebrity into Mania, huh? Damn, pal. And they're not even real celebrities. Pete Rose. Where's Pete Rose at when we need him? Shit, I'd rather take Pete Rose. Man, him and Kane had a great feud. <sighs> Shit, I, at this point, I'll even take the kid from Empire that fake get fake out his ass whooped. I, I take oh, his was... I take his lawyer. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> the Snickers commercial with Rude and Gable was pretty funny because a lot of people got fooled thinking it was actually Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Seth Rollins comes out and talks. Paul Heyman comes out and talks. We, a glorious shot of a kid going blah 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 while Heyman's talking. He be, he became the uh, the gif of the day for for everybody on the internet. Uh, Rollins intimidating Heyman and just laughing at him when he was getting scared shitless. <laughs> that kid reacted to Heyman was so funny though, wasn't it? Uh, Kurt and Samoa Joe nice little nod from their feud in uh, TNA with the headbutt to start pretty cool huh yeah it was, that, that, was, that took me back unfortunately Kurt I mean Kurt is just not at the level that he used to be so yeah you know it, it's a farewell tour so we just gotta enjoy these are the last gotta just enjoy the last matches right Those Matt big- how do you feel about Kurt's retirement tour these are his knees are terrible right now. His whole body is terrible. Man, his whole man, his whole body is terrible. Okay, well, what the hell do you want me to say? <laughs> say what you feel. I just, I just think if you're on a retirement tour, you shouldn't be beating all the people that are going to be around once you're gone. Especially the current United States champion. Facts. Um, at least it was kind of a a, a fluky pen. So. 
I mean, I get it because those are like his famous feuds, but nah. Uh, Triple H come out and read a letter from Batista's lawyer, and, and the letter said, "Give me what I want, what I really, really want." <laughs> that shit was hilarious. That because that was he the joke. The envelope. He, he, that was. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he the envelope was uh, the, the envelope was uh, 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 had a foreign object in his pocket and wouldn't wouldn't uh, and, and used it and yeah yeah Hunter had a little trouble getting that envelope out, but uh, <laughs> he freestyled that whole promo. That was great. Uh, and, and yeah, and of course that was the big joke between the back and forth between Batista and Triple H two weeks ago was uh, with the Spice Girls song. So that was pretty funny. That that Hunter, give me what I want. That was pretty funny that Hunter acknowledged that. Um, and uh, Hunter called him a self deluded d- douchebag. And uh, so the moral of the story is: well, you want me to put my wrestling career on the line at Mania? You got it, you self deluded douchebag. Please don't let this be Hunter's last match. Nah, no, no, no. no. Batista's taking for that. B- Batista's, t- Batista's, yeah. looking, Batista's looking at the lights uh, on, go, on his uh, way out the D-O-O-R. Uh, hopefully, Kurt Angle isn't, but I'm afraid he might be too. Kurt and go. I think Kurt and uh, Batista are wrestling and losing their final matches. So is it is it is it Triple H and Batista career versus career or just no? I think uh, Matt was in agreement with me that we, we both think this is Batista's swan song for wrestling. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You, you still think so, Matt? Yeah, I think he's done. Hollywood's calling, right? I mean, he, has, I'm with he you. has nothing. He has nothing more left to prove, dude. I mean, he's only coming back and doing this because he loves the stuff. And <laughs> Marvel paying a whole hell of a lot. He got James Gunn back too, right? He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Last Man Standing, which you know you can't do in ten minutes, but uh, it was still a lot of fun. Not as not as good as their other no, no DQ matches, but uh, Drew McIntyre gets the win still. Um, kind of a weird end to Raw. I think they realized they ran out of time. I'm thinking. Run out of time. Ten minutes for a last man standing match. Oh shit! I guess we're not killing Ambrose this week. No, we're not. SmackDown Live this week is uh, from the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. New Day come out, and uh, they're looking a little happy. A lot of Kofi chants because we still believe in Kofi Mania. And Xavier Xavier told us if they could be serious for a minute. And uh, said so the last few months have been an emotional roller coaster. Biggie talks about how they've been together for almost five years as the new day. Five, five. What? Which it, it's been incredible. And uh, there are all sorts of chants from the WWE universe, and they're all thanking uh, thanking them for everything that they've been along the way. They thought about walking away. Fans didn't like that idea. It's okay, we're going all elite. Yeah, there you go. We got some elite options. Woods said the hardest... (laughs) Woods said the hardest thing is watching how poorly Kofi's been treated, not just recently, but for 11 years. uh, Big E said the power of positivity is not a catchphrase. Kofi exudes the power of positivity. That man does not know the word quit. 
Wood says that they need uh, to make a decision, but can't make that decision until they get some answers. And the only guy that can answer those questions is Mr. McMahon. And they need Vince to get his ass out here right now. Captain Old Fart. Get your dumb ass out here now. For being an old fart, he sure answered the bell pretty quickly. He came out pretty quick. And uh, and uh, Vince uh, says, uh, before I was going to say what he wanted to say, but... He was interrupted by the planet's champion, Dana Bryan, along with Rowan. And he said, let him quit! Let him go to All Eight. No, he didn't say that, but... Um, he says the New Day is a stale novelty act. He can replace them with three new guys from NXT and call them Fresh Afternoon. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> they can throw waffles into the crowd. They'll be more popular than the New Day ever was. I doubt that, because those guys sold a fucking ton of merchandise. Because Kofi's, but 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 Kofi's no more than a B plus player because we all know who was called a B plus player four years ago or five years ago. Brian said Kofi lost it at, at, at Fastlane. He lost last week. He lost at Elimination Chamber. You know, he's a loser. He's not championship material. And uh, Woods claimed that Brian's scared to face Kingston one-on-one. And Brian has turned into everything that uh, he used to hate and used to fight against. Woods said the reality is Brian has turned into a hypocrite. Vince said, oh, oh, we, we haven't heard him say this in a while. Vince goes, shut up! <laughs> I was waiting for Matt. Uh Vince laughed at the fact that New Day were thought about quitting, and so there's not a bone in your body that says you're going to quit. That's just psychological crap. Uh, you will, Kofi, you will always be a B-plus player. Brian is correct. Now the question is, is Big E and Xavier a B-plus tag team? Well... Kofi, you're not going to get any more opportunities for WrestleMania, pal. But Biggie and Woods, if they can win the 85th gauntlet match we've had on the road to WrestleMania, Kofi's in. <laughs> What'd you guys think of uh, the opening segment with uh, Brian and Kofi and the, Brian New Day and Vince? Okay. Yeah. Basic. I thought it took a lot of wind out of the sails of the entire feed, in my opinion. Well, I think it, Vince, it's, it's, it's once again Vince, Vince interjecting himself into, into shit that he doesn't belong in and he just trying to, to get too shit. cute and trying to put his stamp over everything to the point where it just it waters down you know the organic thing that was happening to begin with. Vince, oh, that's, well, that's the problem right there. Like Half the time... Some of the best matches of best fuses is shit that happens organically without dumb dumb doing stupid shit and want to show up and add gauntlet matches every three weeks and some more shit. Just let this shit develop. Uh, Becky Lynch was interviewed by Shara Schreiber. I was wondering who that was. Um, And uh, as she was being interviewed, Charlotte's music hit, and that's where we learned she was uh, fighting Asuka, and then that's where we learned she was always for the title, and we've already... Talked about that ad nauseum. Uh, good match, though. It was a good match between the two ladies. It went about 18 minutes, um, but we, we talked about that whole thing at the top of the show. So uh, if, you, if you forgot about it, well, rewind. 
Um, wow. Yeah, again, rewind because we, we don't need to re- re- go through that again. Uh, were you guys a little pissed about cutting off AJ and Kurt? No. Okay. Not at all. And that, art, that, 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 that angle slam on Randy was a little sloppy, too, wasn't it? The angle slam was a Samoan drop. <laughs> it was an angle drop. <laughs> That's what it, yeah, angle dropped him. Uh, uh, Ray and Dominic were interviewed by Kayla Braxton. Uh, Dominic says Joe only cares about himself. Oh, they're setting it up for next Tuesday, aren't they? Oh, Dominic opened his mouth. Oh, he didn't put respect in that. In jo- he didn't put respect on that name, did he? <laughs> Dominic's getting choked out next week, boys. Oh, Joe just chokes him out of mania. I'd rather do. I'd rather do it on the go home show. Put a little more fuel on that fire. If not, then just put yeah. This- but then I'm worried. Then I'm worried they might let Ray win. Yeah. If they don't, if they don't do the choke out on the go home show, you might as well put this on the kickoff show because they haven't done yep. anything between these two guys Ugh. in terms of a build. It sucks because Joe finally is at Mania, but they haven't done a build. So this could be the odd man out because there's there's been no build. Ugh. Uh, Miz, uh, come out. And uh, again, I thought Miz and Shane. Uh, again, I'm ex- I'm really excited for this match because I thought Miz and Shane did an- another uh, great job here on on uh, on SmackDown. Shane, of course, brought out uh, tons of security plus uh, all the people that aren't doing anything on SmackDown, like Primo Cologne, Shelton Benjamin, Insanity, um, and uh, Shane, uh, of course, uh, making fun of Miz's father and. He eventually uh, crossed the line and, and missed, beat up the security guys, beat up the, the people that are, are, you know, jobbing every week on SmackDown. And, and uh, eventually Sanity took over, got a little uh, uh, a little bit of an advantage. Miz finally kind of started beating up on Sanity, and that's when Shane realized, oh, I, better get out. I, better, I better get out of here. So uh, I really liked what they've done with Shane and, and Brian so far. Uh, so then we get to the gauntlet match. Um, actually, no. Before that, uh, we we get the announcement from the Iconics that they're in the tag team title match at WrestleMania. It'll be Iconic. I just did the pose. Good. Uh, gauntlet match. First, uh, first up. Hey, Gallus Anderson, welcome back to SmackDown Live. You get beat in two minutes. Can't wait to see you in AEW. Uh, Rusev and Nakamura were up next. Rusev taking, or I mean Nakamura taking the pin. Nakamura can't wait to see you in AEW. Actually, I, I wonder if he goes back to New Japan. I don't think so. You think he's he very, he, I, I've heard he's very happy in the U.S. Oh, with so his he, family. So AEW. I think he. I think he goes AEW. Yep. Rusev probably right behind him. And La, Lana, I sure as fuck hope so. Lana too. After you saw Lana tweeting, she's salty. Lana is the best, not the number one. She's very uh, salty. The bar, the bar up next, and uh, they got by the bar. And uh, the Usos come out, and uh, the Usos are on the mics and said, uh, you've already earned our respect. We forfeit. How cool was that? That was pretty damn cool, wasn't it? Yeah. I called it it. Yeah, Matt, Don't Matt. Be, what, what do you think? Let me ask you this. Let me put this idea out there. It, it, it just it's just an idea nothing more an idea because 
the Usos forfeited the match. It, piss, it pisses, pisses Vince off and put them in a special match for the tag titles at well, Mania. I think I, I thought that exact same thing. Good, last having night. a fifty tag team ladder match. Ladder match. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I I thought the exact same thing last night. I in a I was like, yeah, I completely forgot about the repercussions of this. I think Vince punishes them by putting them in a ladder match for the titles with multiple teams. Mm-hmm. I thought that last yeah, night. Pal. I've completely forgot about that until you brought that up. I'm smart. Yep, uh, Vince is gonna. Vince is gonna. Vince is gonna punish the Usos for uh, for doing that. But that was still fuck. How cool was that though? When that was cool. Was, Much respect to those guys. That was awesome. The uh, Usos will have their own gauntlet match on the kickoff show. And, and <laughs> to how defend about, the tag team titles, and the last team will be the Hardy Boys. Uh, how, Delete. How how great uh, how great was the energy for the final the fifth and final match with with uh, being the final opponents being Dana Bryan and Eric Rowan the energy for that final group that final match was just the the match itself the crowd that was just pretty damn cool at the end wasn't it yeah and enjoyable stuff pal like like Big E's miraculous comeback I I thought that was well booked. Like he was getting the well, I mean, I mean, the bar put him through a table, and uh, you know, he he kind of fired back with that kind of uranagi uh, in the corner there. I thought that was pretty damn cool. And of course, uh, the win by uh, uh, pinning, uh, flipping the table over on Rowan. That was cool. Win. So you know, you get you kind of draw out the drama with a ten count for the crowd to just go nuts when Mike Kyoto counts ten. And. Uh, New Day wins, and so, hey, all right, Vince, wh- how you going to fuck it up some more? It's Kofi Mania. And uh, Vince says, um, uh, I'll figure out a way, damn it. Vince says, uh, um, no, he's going to WrestleMania. But can a B-plus player beat Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship? So uh, Vince told Caleb Braxton that it's official. Bryan, Kofi, Mania. I told you guys. I told you. I told you at the top of the show last week. Don't fret. Kofi Mania is still alive. So there you go. It's official. Uh, and uh, check out. Uh, go to WWE's YouTube. New Day had a an emotional reaction to the Gauntlet match. It's about a five minute video uh, post SmackDown. Check it out. It is absolutely phenomenal, guys. Um, very cool stuff from the New Day there. So uh, check that out. So there you go, guys. Finally. It's over. Vince can't can't he can't possibly fuck this up anymore, can he? No, uh, never say never. Yeah. He said it himself. The B, the B plus players go into mania. He said it himself. So just go to the X. Yes, because Vince has never gone back on his word before. Yeah, never. Not at all. Uh good addition to SmackDown though, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Par for the course. Is I minus the bullshit. Very exciting! Uh, a very exciting end of the of the of the of the evening. I thought uh, very very high energy and love that high energy. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Thanks for that. I was just giving the, giving the props to the Birdman. I know. I know. And Owen Hart. Thanks, Coco. Uh, <laughs> on that note, that's going to do it for this edition of Lost in the Mid Card. 
Thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. Just go ahead and uh, search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know uh, when an episode comes your way. New episodes usually come your way every Wednesday or uh, in special cases like this one on a Thursday. You can also subscribe to us on the YouTube, and the links to all that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard. Also, it is on our Twitter at LITMC Podcast, where we also share a lot of the great tweets from the wrestling world. Daryl Bullock is on the Twitter at no one like D. Matt, uh, Matt Black is on the Twitter at no at Raw Showtime. I myself, Jeremy Bennett, I'm on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And uh, before we ride off into that sunset and get ready for the last Raw and SmackDown before WrestleMania, Daryl, what are your final thoughts? I'm actually looking forward to next week's show um, because we have a lot of predictions to do next week. So hopefully neither show shits the bed and they send us off on a good note and get us excited for Mania Takeover. Well, they're going to shit that bed. Diarrhea style. That bed going to be shitty. And Matt, what are your final thoughts? I just this is this whole entire month has been a roller coaster of back and forth emotions regarding this WrestleMania, and on sadly after this week's episodes of te- television, I couldn't be any less excited about the show than I am right now. So hopefully the go home shows get me back in the WrestleMania spirit, but this week. Uh, kind of beat the Wrestlemania love out of me. Well, at least we got TakeOver, right? Thank God. We always have TakeOver. Oh, that TakeOver card is looking mighty fine. Mighty fine. Mighty, mighty fine, if you will. For Daryl Bullock, Matt Black, Jeremy Bennett, thank you for tuning in to Lost the Midcard. We will be back at you on Wednesday with our TakeOver our WrestleMania, and maybe even our G1 Supercard predictions. Have a good one.